The return of Fernando Tatis Jr. did not disappoint. He smacks two dingers in his debut in right field, and he may have just made the best MVP case out of anyone in the NL. Daily Dingers is back. It's Monday, August 16th. I'm Steve Armato, back with Jack Perotti. And Jack, let's talk Tatis. I mean, is the MVP his if he stays healthy? You'd think so, right? Like I, I would imagine it has to be because that, that's the only way he doesn't get it is if he gets hurt again. That's the only way. Yeah, I mean, you said it when we were talking um, before we started recording. If you bet money on him to hit a home run every time he comes back from an IL stint, like you'd you're, be up, you're making bank. You'd be up huge. It's crazy. He, I swear it's every single time. I'm almost positive it's the last like three or four times he's come off the IL the first game back home run. Yeah, it's I, wild. And, my and like, friend, my friend was talking about that yesterday too. Mm, it, it's should insane. have bet on it. I don't know why I didn't. That, that would be free money. It's it's insane. Now, all right, now like, all right. So, what do you think of him in right field? I hate it, but I know some people are indifferent about it. Some people really like it, but I, I think it's you, I think it's a good move for the Padres because you know you, you can move Cronenworth to shortstop. He's a much better fielder than Tatis is at shortstop. You have Frazier at second. You got Machado at third. Like. It makes sense to put him in right, just as far as like the lineup and the defense goes. It's not easy to learn outfield if you think it is easy to learn. I mean, it's there's so many things that go into it, but I think with his athleticism and like he's got a cannon too, he he would fit well in right. I think it's a really good move for the Padres, but I get why some people like like what you're about to say, like why people have their reservations about it. I just think he's more prone to get hurt in the outfield than he is at short. I mean, I know they're like, oh, then I don't want him diving for balls and stuff, but what if he goes full speed into the wall and bangs his shoulder into the wall? Like, he's out for the year. Well, yeah, and he's not, he's not used to being, like, you know, tracking down fly balls deep in the outfield with the warning track and everything. I'm sure he probably will bang into a wall a couple times. Like. Right, and, like, what, like, what happens then? It's like, unless you, like, and it's hard to tell a 22, 23-year-old guy who goes full speed all the time, it's hard to tell him, like, hey, Go like seventy five percent because I don't want you getting hurt. Like they, these guys don't do that. No, no professional athlete does that. They're never not going to go full speed. No, so I, like I get what they're trying to do, but I just don't. I I don't know. I don't love the idea of it. I mean, this is a situation. This is a prime situation where, like, if the NL had the DH, like you just take him and let him hit the entire year. Yeah. But I don't know. I don't really love the outfield thing. I think it might. It could end up. I know he's athletic, but I just think it could cost them if he get if he he could get hurt in the outfield. There's no nothing that says he can't get hurt in the outfield. So I'm I'm like not really loving the decision here. I don't know. I I, I think it's as far as like strategy wise goes for them. It rounds out their lineup a lot better. You don't have to start a Will Myers every single day, you know. So yeah. I, I mean, I he also really- stinks defensively at short. Oh, he's horrible defensively. Short. It's it's a re, it's like a huge upgrade, basically having him in the outfield, fielding wise, and having Cronenworth at shortstop. Yeah. So I guess we'll just see how that goes. Um, yeah. I think now. I think as long as he stays healthy, we could put the Bryce Harper MVP talk to bed. Um, basically, basically, I, it was one of those things. I think it was like, all right, we we understand why Harper has this hype, but. The only way he's winning is if Tatis gets hurt. Think about how many games Tatis has missed this year, and he's still only a couple home runs back of the MLB lead. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's, it's ridiculous, actually. Um, he he would if he was healthy, he'd have fifty right now, easily. Oh. 
All right, so before we get into everything, hot, hot debate now. Has Tatis taken over for Mr. Trout as the best player in baseball? It's hard to say because Trout hasn't played this year, right? Like, he's been hurt the whole time. So, like, I don't know. He's, I mean, he's easily the face of baseball. That's obvious. Um, I wouldn't say he's the best player in baseball just because his defense is, he's, not a five-tool player with his defense. You know what I'm saying? Like Mike yeah. Trout. Mike Trout is a Gold Glove outfielder, and arguably like one, like one of the best center fielders in baseball. He covers so much ground. Got a cannon. Like I don't know. Uh, Tatis is his fielding is just not there for me. Yeah, I agree with that. I think they're gonna have to move Trout to left field. Um, Still, soon yeah. I mean, he's, well. he's just getting older. He's getting older. I mean, he's like a bigger guy too. Yeah. So. Yeah. He'll I mean, slow down a little bit for sure. Yeah, I mean he's built like a he's built like a keg, like it's unbelievable. How the hell is he? I still have I'll never understood how he's so fast and he's built that way. It does not make sense. Dude, he runs like a de- like I I saw him play like four or five years ago in person. The only time I've ever seen him play live, the way he runs the bases is unbelievable. Oh yeah, dude, he's he's very impressive. He's like he is just an unbelievable baseball player. But I do think he's as he gets older, he's probably going to move to a corner, and. He's probably, I mean, yeah, that's. I mean, that's what happens in most. Like Ken Griffey Jr. moved over to right field when he was when he was older. Right. So, um, I mean, I'd be interested. I really just would like Trout and Tatis to have both um, full healthy, fully healthy seasons. I know that's a lot exactly. to ask, but I'd like to see both of that. It's um, like yeah, like last year was Tatis's breakout year, but it was only sixty games, so we can't really judge that. Right. And, you know, they've both kind of been hurt this year. Tati's been healthy the whole year. And, and you know, Trout's been hurt literally the entire season. So, yeah. I don't know. Do you think – there's no way they bring Trout back at this point, right? Like they I wouldn't. They're out, of, they're out of the wild card race. Yeah. I would, I would be, be like – be really dumb. I would be like, you just get healthy for next year and try to play yeah. 162 next year. Um, I just want the Angels to – like, I want them to pick up some really good pitchers in the offseason. I just – Trout deserves a ring. I was so pissed when he re-signed, like, that max deal with them and everything. I mean, yeah, but you're not going to turn down the money. You can't, but, like, dude, the Angels are so terribly run. He just – he needs a ring, dude. It's like – It's like Ken Griffey Jr. never got one, which is – that's just – But the sucks. thing is, like, they went after – here's the thing, too. Like, they went after – Garrett Cole and Cole turned them down. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know. Maybe they just maybe they're just a piss poor run organization and people don't want to play there. It's probably that. <laughs> so I don't know. All right, let's get into today now. Um, best bets. We got. I got. I think we got some good ones today. I feel good yeah. about these. Um, what are you starting with? What's your best bet today? Yeah, we're gonna go Giants first five over two and a half. That's at minus one hundred five against Rich Hill and the Mets. Was um, like. Let's be honest. The Mets are the Mets season's over. Rich Hill's a lefty. The Giants are really familiar with him because he used to play in the Dodgers. Um, I, I, I think they I think they mashed him. The Giants kill lefties. That the the most power in that lineup comes from righties. Darren Roth, Chris Bryant, Wilmer Flores, all these dudes like they kill lefties. I think they're gonna mash Rich Hill tonight. <sighs> I know. It's sad. It's it's I, I hate that you just said all that because it's so true. The season's over. Um, they stink. I was I was thinking Giants minus one and a half today. There's a lot like I I would do that too. I would do minus one and a half. Um, I would do. I mean, also like the Mets are going to get killed tonight because they played a night. The MLB kind of screwed them. They played a night game last night. 
the national game. They got smoked. Fly across the country right after the game. So they get in in the morning, and now they got to play tonight against the first-place Giants. They're going to get smoked tonight. I'm expecting like a 7-1 Giants win. So you can pretty much just put the house, put the mortgage on the Giants tonight. That's Basically, yeah. The Bet the Giants every which way. Yeah, so that is that. All right, I'm going to stay out west here. It's not even out west. The game's in Chicago, but West Coast, west coast team. Another Bay Area team. I'm doing A's first five team total over two and a half against the White Sox. That's actually a plus 120. Great matchup. Great matchup to begin with. Two of the best teams in the AL. Possible division series preview here. Um, they actually yeah. both they both have the same record. They're both 18 games over at 68-50. Tonight, you got Frankie Montas for the A's. He's going against Dallas Keuchel for the Pale Hosers. Um, Keuchel's not been great. Strikes out nobody. And to add to that, the A's have hit better against lefties this year, but they've hit way better on the road. Their road OPS on the season is at 748 as a team compared to 707 at home. Bad recipe for Keuchel. I love the A's. First five, team total over two and a half. I'll take the plus 120 with that. Mm -hmm. Give me that tonight. I like that a lot too. Like that A's lineup is so much more complete now too with Josh Harrison and Starling Marte. Like you don't get any breaks. Right, right. Um, I think that I think the plus one twenty is like great value there. And like Keiko's not good. No, he's he's been very. Blech this he year. is the definition of mediocre. Yeah, like he loves some games where he's like, all right, like he only gave up you know one or two runs, but most times he's just putting up three or four. He's never like getting absolutely shelled, but he's never like really competing that much either no and he strikes out nobody so that's yeah. a, that's a recipe for disaster all right let's move on underdogs who uh what we i love our underdogs today so let's start with you yeah we're going rockies plus 115 today at home against the padres that game's oh just moved to plus 110 too damn yeah so grab it as quick as you can um it's it's it, they're playing against ryan weathers weathers is trash they kill lefties rockies are at home they destroy the baseball when they're at home. Uh, I, I really like this game. I love the over in that as well at 12 and a half. But Rockies yeah. plus 115 is a huge Rockies line. Yeah, you know you know, I'm hammering that over, though. 12 and a half, they're daring you. Like, I know. So, yeah, I mean, it's crazy because at home, we said, this, we said this before the podcast recording. The Rockies at home are hitting 285 as a team with an 834 OPS. As a team, those are ridiculous numbers. Like that that's literally like you'd be the best offense in baseball if you did that over a 162 game stretch. Right. Like it's it's crazy. So I actually I was looking at that um, before I picked this. Um, I go in Royals first five money line against the Astros. That's at plus one twenty five. So um, hard to bet on the Royals. Very hard, hard to bet on the Royals. It's hard to bet on the Royals, but let's just begin with the fact that both the full game line and the first five line are just screaming Royals. Like, plus 125 for the first five, plus, it was like plus 135 for the full game. Part of it's probably because Jake Odorizzi has been awful since the All-Star break for the Astros. Like, he's been the definition of brutal. The other part is um, the Royals throwing this guy, Carlos Hernandez. He's only given up two earned runs in his last three starts, and his last three starts, two have been against the White Sox, one against the Yankees. So he's found something here. I think so that's cool. a that's a reason for this line here. And I mean, let's like let's be serious. It's not like that guy's it's not like the White Sox twice and the Yankees once. It's not like he's been against the Orioles and the Rangers. So Yeah, it's some good I lineups. I like that here. Putting all that aside though, the line still says Royals. I don't really trust the full game because the Astros lineup can mash at any moment. 
Um, so I'm going to just say Royals first five money line plus 125, and I'm just not looking back because Vegas is is screaming at you with this. Very Royalsy line for sure. 100 percent, 100 percent. And now that brings us to our daily dinger. What do you have for yard work today, sir? Yeah, we're sticking in uh, one. We got a lot of bets for this game in general today, but it's in the A's White Sox game. We're going Matt Chapman. He's uh, six for fifteen, two doubles, two homers in his career against Dallas Keuchel. Keuchel's, and those are probably against Keuchel. That's been a lot better than he is this year. Matt Chapman's getting hot at the plate lately. Finally, for the A's, they needed that to happen really bad. I think he had a homer yesterday or the day before that. He's finally starting to hit. I like him the homer today, plus four hundred too. That's good odds. I like that. That's like mega juiced up there. Um, yeah, and I mean, I, for a guy that's like that, he he can mash too, and if he gets hot, he, he can go. Yeah, the problem is getting hot. That is that has been his problem the that's entire been, last like, been, two years. That has been the problem is getting hot. Uh, we are sticking kind of like same games here with the with the dinger bets because um, I'm doing Whit Merrifield. He's plus seven fifty. This is mega juiced up. Um, he destroys Jake Odorizzi. These numbers are insane. He's nine for twenty one with two doubles and three home runs against them. So he sees the ball well. He does serious damage. So plus seven fifty, I will take that. All night tonight. Yeah, no, those are crazy odds for a dude that doesn't hit home runs like at all. It's that's like so weird. So like one, he must be just whenever he sees him he, for some reason. There's there's just some guys that do that. Yeah, I I mean that you, you just there are some guys that own opposing pitchers, which is is fine. Um, and this is one of those situations. So I I kind of there's another one I kind of like tonight, and it's against your boy Rich Hill. Buster Posey's ten for twenty with a double and a home run. And he's, I, he hit, hits the crap out of the ball when he's at home. Let me tell you something. I would probably take everybody in the Giants lineup to hit a home run tonight. <laughs> You'll probably end up winning money at that point. You'll definitely win money. The, the Mets stink. Rich Hill stinks. That was the wor- That was one of the worst trade deadline acquisitions I've ever seen. I, I, I got it because like, I'm sure they're like, all right, we need to get one more starter for when DeGrom's out. But like, really? You're, you're replacing Jake DeGrom with Rich Hill? I was with you when that happened. Yeah, no, was, I, was like, I was like, dude, you guys just traded for Rich Hill. You're like, what? Like, what in the hell are they doing? Yeah, I was like, what are we doing? And then, like, my cousin, I think, was was like, that's not that bad. I was like, it sucks. What do you mean? That's, that's terrible. What are we doing? <laughs> now, well, like, it's it's funny thinking about it now because back then you're like, oh, DeGrom will be back at some point. It's fine. Like, he's an end-of-the-rotation dude. You essentially just replaced Jacob DeGrom with Rich Hill, and that is not a recipe for success. Right, like, you got severely worse. Like incredibly worse. It's it's insane to me how this has all panned out like this. But I love my under ninety and a half wins bet. Incredible bet, dude. It's oh, they're gonna finish like fifteen games under. What are you talking about? It's a under five hundred. <laughs> dude, they're they're one game over right now. They stink. No, you think they're gonna be fifteen games under? They might, dude. Then they're gonna go. First of all, they're zero and three so far in this thirteen game stretch against the Dodgers and Giants. Yeah. They're gonna go. They might. They are going to be lucky if they go three and ten. I'm going to look up this Giants series. I'm look at the matchups real quick. So tonight, I there's no chance the Mets win tonight. I don't think the the Mets are facing all of the Giants' best pitchers. Tomorrow you got Stroman against, but Logan Webb has been the hottest pitcher for the Giants the last month or so. Right, and then Di Scalfani is Wednesday. Yeah, this, but he's coming off the IL for that, so I don't know. Against right. who? Who's who's pitching for the Mets Wednesday? McGill. He actually hasn't been bad. He's not bad. He's not terrible. I, I, he um, he hasn't been bad, but like they don't score for him. Like the guy gives six, the guy goes six innings, two runs, like four hits, and and he's losing two nothing. 
Yeah, it's yikes. Are you going to stay up to try and watch these games at all, or are you just like, no, there's not a chance? Hell no. I, you, you kidding me? I, my sleep is way more <laughs> important than watching the Mets get pounded in, in, on the West Coast. Dude, that's – oh, my. When, when I moved to New York, that's going to suck having to try to watch any Giants games at all. Like, that's brutal. Yeah, it's going to be terrible. I mean, the, ten, the, the thing is, like, tonight's start is like 6.45 or 9.45, but, like, yeah. the 10 the ten ten and the 10.30 starts – Oh, there's no shot. Cool. Like, there's no shot I'm staying up to watch those games. Are you kidding me? No, dude. Like, you think I'm staying up until 2 in the morning to watch a game? Like, even though it's like, you know, like, my team is good this year. Like, I don't even like watching them when they start at 9 here in Chicago. Yeah, like, there's no – it's just – there's no shot. Like, it's th- – those are ridiculous. I think they should try and start the West Coast games earlier. I mean, I don't know. This it's good for people that live in the West Coast. Like, that's the ones that are fans of the team. So. Oh no, I I know that, but like, even if you started the games at six o'clock, right? Yeah, I think that would be perfect. Six o'clock start, like six o'clock start. So it's it's nine o'clock here. That's bearable. I could watch half the game. Exactly, that'd be nice. But, it, but when a ten ten start, I don't even. I barely have an inning in me. Fair, fair. So I, I don't know. Nine forty-five tonight. You might have two innings. I'm not even gonna watch the. Game. I'm done watching them. It's, they just piss me <laughs> off. Like my mental health is not worth whatever's going on in that game. No, not a chance. And like I'm, I'm all over. I'm like all over Twitter. I just like Pete Alonso last you, week just got me so jacked up with like saying, "Oh, we got this." Like, shut up. You don't have anything. You guys stink. He, at least, at least he has some hope. No, he. No. I don't think that team has any fight in them either. It's they false have... hope. It's called toxic positivity, is what it is. You know why? Because <laughs> they know they stink, and they're trying to like pull the li- the the wool over the fans' eyes. Like we know you stink. Enough. I, sorry. Yeah, sorry. I don't know. Hey, you're, you know what? I'm not you, sorry. They stink. Get rid of everybody. Get rid of the you, manager. You've been saying this the whole year too, even when they were in first place. Like this is not a first place team. Like, no, I know what a good team looks like. You know, if you've seen your team be good before, you know what good looks like. And you know, you know what good, good doesn't baseball, look like. like. You know what good baseball looks like. And the Mets don't play good baseball. They haven't all year. Like, no. You want to hear the craziest stat last night? The craziest stat. Will Smith, the Dodgers catcher, he's played three games at City Field this year. He has three home runs. Jeez. Dom Smith, James McCann, and Michael Conforto have three home runs at City Field all year combined. What? Yes. Oh, my God, dude. That's pathetic. That's pathetic. Michael Conforto. What happened to Michael Conforto? He stinks. What happened to him? He first of all, he was never able to hit a high fastball. Second of all, he started. Second of all, when he first came up, he was actually hitting the ball all over the field, and everybody was. And now he was just like, "Oh, I'm just going to try to pull everything." So now instead of hitting like 280, he's hitting 160 because all he does is pull everything into the shift. Like it's it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. This guy. He can't. I, hit I love your Mets rants, dude. They're, they're so funny. It's ridiculous. <laughs> they wanted to give this guy. Boris wanted to give this guy get this guy a two hundred million dollar contract. He's now lucky. Be lucky if he gets one for ten years. I was just gonna say million. he's gonna be lucky if he gets one for ten with incentives on a prove it deal. Yeah, that stinks. Like, <laughs> get look, me out look, of here. You look exhausted right now. You just sat back in the chair. You just. I'm sick Absolutely. of them. I'm sick of them. Get rid of everybody. You keep Alonzo. You got to keep Lindor. You keep DeGrom. You, maybe you keep Diaz in the pen and Lugo, whatever. Get rid of everybody else and just start over. I'm done. Maybe keep McNeil, but I don't know. I, I don't know about him. He's up. He's down. Can we talk about can – we, can we just quickly discuss how the Mets got absolutely fleeced in that deal for Baez? 
Yeah, they got – well, I mean, the thing is I didn't mind it because like Carl Armstrong is a, is a Brody Van Wagenen guy, so they were just getting rid of the old regime's guys. But like he's hurt now and they're not going to resign him. So like terrible Literally. deal. That's like – that's what I'm saying, like absolutely fleece. Like terrible deal. Like they gave up the, – the Giants gave up less for Chris Bryant. That's that's what was shocking to me. I was like, what in the world? How and Chris do you... Bryant would have been a great fit for the Mets, so I don't have to watch J.D. Davis play third base. Oh, yeah, 100%. Like, the, the, oh my God, the lineup they threw out the other night. You think sense of urgency, Friday night's lineup. Like, Brandon Drury is batting third. What are you doing? <laughs> so bad. So what bad. What are you doing? Like, do you need to win these games and Brandon Drury's in the three hole? What are you, what are you doing? Rojas, just, just, baby. Rojas. Just wave the white flag. You know what? The thing is, Rojas doesn't even make the lineup. Like, the GMs all make the lineup now. He's just He walks into the office, and the, the lineup's on the desk. But still, Rojas makes terrible decisions. How about last night? Mets, third inning, they're down like 6 nothing at this point, right? Or 6-1, maybe. But it's first and second, two outs in the third inning. They let Carrasco hit, and then he doesn't even come out to pitch the fourth. That makes what are you no doing? Sense. That makes no sense. No sense. That's like a horrible baseball move. Like, oh, my God. like he's Madison Bumgarner or something like that. No, the guy was in the AL's whole career. He can't hit. <laughs> All right, I'm done. Let's go to Yerfy. You're Nerfy. You're not doing Nerfy today. You're doing Yerfy. Yeah, we're, we're going Yerfy. What, what do you got here? <laughs> we got sidetracked like crazy there. We're going. We're going A's White Sox. Yerfy. Yes, run minus one twenty-five today. I think this is the first time I've taken a Yerfy all year, actually, because the Nerfy slate is just so absolutely terrible i was leaning towards reds cubs but like it's in great american so I, it, the reds just mash yeah. um but yeah A's white Sox. frankie montas ain't very good the white Sox lineup is a beast of a lineup and like we said earlier with the A's against dallas kai cool we like that matchup a lot too i think one of these teams the least will score a run yeah it's actually funny because the the yerfy is minus 125 and the nerfy's yeah. plus 100 you usually like that's kind of telling because i feel like Everyone's gonna hop on like Nerfy. They're like, "Oh, no run is plus money, dude. We're hammering that today." Yeah, no. So, all right. Anything else before we get out of here? Um, I'm just, I'm just fed up with the with the New York Mets. So, I'm, just fed up. You're just tired. I'm just fed up. I'm tired. Same thing every year. So, I just yeah. wish this would have happened in June because usually it happens in June when they fall off a ledge. Now it's happening in August, which makes it even worse. Oh, it just you're so close. You're so close. Yeah, they they stink. So um, tough. All right. What so, can you do? All right. So that's it. All right, everyone. Don't forget to go to thegameday.com and check out everything that our affiliates have to offer. Don't forget to subscribe to Daily Dingers on Apple, Spotify, and wherever else you get your podcasts. That is your Mets rant and best bets for Monday, <laughs> August sixteenth. For Jack Perotti, I'm Steve Armato. We will see you tomorrow.